From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, August 17th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. President Joe Biden is calling the violent chaos at Kabul's airport gut-wrenching, but he's standing by America's withdrawal from Afghanistan. Dave James has more. Biden spoke from the White House yesterday in his first in-person remarks since the Taliban over the weekend rolled over an Afghan military and government that American forces had spent two decades building. I stand squarely behind my decision. He faulted leaders of the Afghan government and military for its swift collapse and also said former President Donald Trump's deal with the Taliban Taliban left him with the choice of withdrawing or prolonging the war against a strengthened Taliban. Dave James, I went in news. An Ohio veteran and military historian weighed in yesterday on the withdrawal of troops from Afghanistan. More from Andrew Kinsey. Retired U.S. Army Colonel Peter Mansour teaches military history at Ohio State. He was critical of the U.S. military's inability to teach the Afghan military to defend itself against the Taliban. We can provide them all the weapons and training and equipment and advice that we can give them. In the end, it's up to them to be able to administer their military and have the courage to fight. As the military leaves, many wonder about the fate of those left behind, including Afghan women who enjoyed the freedom of going to college while the U.S. was stationed there. I'm Andrew Kinsey. A nonprofit organization in Cleveland that helps international newcomers has its attention on Afghanistan. Amani Abraham reports. Global Cleveland estimates around 500 Afghan families live in Greater Cleveland. President Joe Simperman says they are ready to help and welcome those seeking refuge. Cleveland is ready to welcome. It's part of who we are. It's part of what we do. He hopes more can be done to help expedite the relocation process for thousands fleeing Afghanistan. This process, I don't think, will be as quick as it needs to be, but it's certainly making it faster than the current immigration process allows, which would be really, really important for getting people relocated. I'm, I'm Annie Abraham. Nearly every county in Ohio is now listed as having a high level of community transmission of COVID-19. That's according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Here's Tracy Townsend. Just three of Ohio's 88 counties do not have high levels of transmission. They are Hancock County in Northwest Ohio, Astabula County in Northeast Ohio, and Athens County in Southeast Ohio. The transmission rate in those areas is listed as substantial. According to the CDC's guidance, vaccinated people should return to wearing masks if they live in a county with a substantial or high spread. I'm Tracy Townsend. A nurse in Northeast Ohio says she may put an end to her 37-year career because her hospital is requiring her to get the COVID-19 vaccine against her wishes. Monica Robbins reports. Kim Julian is a surgical nurse for Suma's Barberton Hospital. She already had COVID. She thinks she has natural immunity that will protect her. She doesn't think employees should be forced to get this vaccine, even though the Ohio Hospital Association is recommending it. And Suma wants all employees to be vaccinated by Halloween, or risk potential termination. There are many drugs that have been approved by the FDA and then are found to have adverse reactions and complications, and then they're pulled. I'm Monica Robbins. 
The Ohio Department of Job and Family Services is debunking misinformation on social media that says Ohioans can still collect unemployment if they're fired for refusing to receive a COVID-19 vaccination by their employer. Lindsay Mills has the details. According to an ODJFS spokesman, in Ohio, unemployment insurance is available for people who are unemployed due to no fault of their own. In general, if you were to voluntarily leave a job, then you are not eligible for unemployment. According to ODJFS, some Someone who was terminated for cause, violation of company policy, for example, would not be eligible for unemployment insurance. Each application for unemployment is reviewed to determine eligibility based on the specific details. In Columbus, Lindsay Mills. Authorities in central Ohio have issued new information in connection with the police shooting death of 16-year-old Micaiah Bryant in April of this year. More from Yolanda Harris. The Franklin County Coroner's report says she was shot multiple times, once in the back, lower torso, right shoulder, and her right thigh. The coroner's report says she died from the shot to her torso. Bryant was shot and killed in April by Columbus Police Officer Nicholas Reardon. Surveillance video shows she lunged at a woman with a knife. BCI referred the case back to the Franklin County prosecutor last month, but the prosecutor says it's being assigned to special prosecutors due to a conflict with Franklin County Children's Services. I'm Yolanda Harris. Over the weekend, a woman was badly injured when a metal piece from a roller coaster flew off of the ride and hit her while she was standing in line. John Monk spoke with a witness to that event. David Vallow is a registered ER nurse and said he and about five other people stayed to help the woman. He says she was conscious, but obviously in bad shape. I was by her side within 30 seconds of it happening, and I'd say Cedar Point's EMS was 10, 15 seconds behind me. David says he has been a level one and two trauma nurse for about nine years. He also believes this was a freak accident and says this incident won't change his mind about the safety of Cedar Point rides. I'm John Monk. The woman was hospitalized, but no other information has been released. And former Cleveland Browns offensive tackle Dick Shafrath, who later became a politician, died on Sunday. Dave James has the details. Shafrath played for the Browns from 1959 to 71 and blocked for Hall of Fame running backs Jim Brown, Leroy Kelly, and Bobby Mitchell. Before that, the Worcester native played for Woody Hayes at Ohio State. After retirement, Shafrath owned a canoe livery in Loudonville, southeast of Mansfield. He served as a state senator, a Republican, from 1987 to 2000. Dick Shafrath was 84. Dave James, I went in news. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.